Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's not too late to add Aaron Rodgers to WikiFeet. Welcome to a I Have No Idea Who the MVP edition of Sorry We Love Football. The only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagle survivor, Daniel Hardigan. It's painful stuff, guys, but I'm not giving up just yet. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, how did you enjoy the bye week? Oh, it's so nice. And the fact that it's on Thanksgiving, me and the Chiefs players got to relax and watch everybody fall on their nuts. Okay. <laughs> uh, as always, Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson is in the house. Jamel. Are you buying a Heineke jersey today, or did you order one last night? Or I'm buying a Heineken. I'll <laughs> wait until the end of the season. I've also decided I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys. Wow. Because I lost $100 fucking around with your stupid team this weekend. Yeah. How did y'all I lose did to the Giants? <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, hey, we got a guest this week. Joining the show today, a man who's won the internet so many times, I can't even keep count. He's the host of NFL Follies and so many other things. We got diehard Ravens fan, the kid, Gally. What's up, Gally? Hey, what's good with everybody? Yes, We're good, man. Hey, be- before we started the show, uh, Danny pointed out first Ravens fan on the show. I think that's uh, that's crazy. It's taken us this long. We've been doing the show for years. Hey, come on. Now. You know you had, to, you had to save the best for the Ravens fan. You know, you <laughs> can't just go out there and get anybody. You got to get the absolute best. So here I am. Yeah, man. It's been awesome seeing you um, kind of do shows for the NFL and specifically for the Ravens. You've been like a correspondent for the team. I know you're you're getting out to all the games. Like, what's the season been like, like from your perspective? Because this this Ravens season is like crazy. So I was just curious how you're feeling. Yeah, about it. This is this is one of the wildest seasons I've ever seen. First of all, uh, the fact that we keep coming up with these miraculous wins at the very last second, um, that's always good. Even without Lamar Jackson, we had Tyler Huntley in the game. He comes, he does a fourth quarter comeback against the Chicago Bears. Things like that is just very mind blowing. But one thing that I've described the Ravens this entire season with all the injuries and like 15 plus people on IR is just resilience. Like one thing about the team is always the next man up and they always find a way to get it done. So we're sitting at the top of the AFC right now, and let's just hope we can finish that way. <laughs> For sure, man. So what's the mood around the stadium? Like, when you're there, it, do, are people, like, in love with this team? Because, you know, we've seen Lamar win the MVP. You won the, the playoff game last year. So now it's like this year, what are the expectations? Is it like Super Bowl or bust? Or are you just kind of like, hey, let's just week by week? That's a good question. Um, I feel like this before, during the offseason, it was Super Bowl or bust. That's kind of the mindset that we had. 
Then we lost our entire backfield. Then we started losing more people. And it was kind of like, all right, now we don't know what to expect. But then we end up winning games and we're eight and three. So it's like, you kind of want to say Super Bowl or bust, but at the same time, your reality tells you that all these players that we're missing are eventually going to be needed at some point. So it's kind of just up in the air and we're taking it week by week. For sure. <clears throat> Danny. Do you consider the Ravens the biggest threat to you in the AFC? Because the Chiefs fans, you know, that's coming. We're not the Chiefs fan isn't worried about like injuries or any. They're just like we have Patrick Mahomes. It is what it is. We're going to be mm-hmm. there. So, Danny, you're looking around the AFC. Who are you worried about? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it would be disingenuous of me just because Gowie's on the show <laughs> to go back on my earlier statements about how Lamar Jackson won't be able to make it past the divisional round of the playoffs. So wow. that is my wow. feeling. Wow. As of right now, obviously things could change. The, <laughs> the mojo is a little different because one of those crazy wins that you guys had was Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumbling at the last minute of our game week two for no reason, had never done it before, just decided to do it. Maybe that speaks to kind of a difference in the uh, in the aura around the Ravens these days. But, you know, if I'm going to say I'm going to be scared of somebody, uh, maybe maybe it's the Pats, but I'm going to get into oh. that. Maybe, oh, yeah, right. we'll talk uh, about that. Oh, my Now, can God. I interject real quick? Please. <laughs> Please. Now... <laughs> the the fact that you said that uh, Edwards Alaire fumbled for no reason. The reason was <laughs> Owe rocked his ass and he fumbled the ball. So that's what happened. So it's like it wasn't just one of those things where he was just running and it was a non-contact fumble. He got hit and that ball popped out. So once again, resilience. You know, it's it's those clutch plays that our defenders come up with. True, on, man. True. This is what the city of Baltimore is all about, Danny. You ain't never caught a crab in your life. You don't know what it takes. <laughs> yeah, man. Was that the best win of the season? Because I remember you were uh, you were doing you were taping from the stands. Yeah, like right when you guys won, and it seemed like that was just pure celebration, just crazy atmosphere. Oh yeah, you got to think that the Chiefs then had our number for I don't know how long now. So it was Three like years. that was kind of like our pre-Super Bowl celebration because yeah. if you would have felt that environment, uh, the Ravens have two Super Bowls, but obviously none of the Super Bowls were ever played in Baltimore. So you get the the atmosphere of the Super Bowl celebration when you're downtown, but this felt like actually winning the Super Bowl in Baltimore because as soon as the game was out, people in the streets acting crazy and everybody's cheering and chanting <laughs> yeah. and all that other stuff. So it was real cool. That was like, that may have been the best game I've ever attended as far as a Ravens fan go. That's right. We are you see anybody Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> After that win, did you see anybody run across MLK Boulevard with a bottle of alcohol? No, I'm I didn't, imagining but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody actually did do that. <laughs> but- Okay, hey, look, I wanted to get a pulse on Ravens Nation, see where see where you guys are at right now. But all right, let's get into the show. Each week we start by talking about what we hated about watching football this past week. Um, Gally, like we were saying, this show is all about we know football is bad for us. There's just, I mean, pick your poison of, of why the league is crazy and sucks. But uh, we can't help ourselves. We have to watch. We're addicted to this sport. So, Danny, let's start the show off. What you what'd you hate about watching football this week? I actually feel like this is perfectly teed up at this moment with with little things everyone said because what I hated this week in particular was the Pats 
having a chance to win it all. <laughs> and, you know, I wouldn't have said that last week. I didn't. I actually made fun of Mac Jones for quite a while. I called him Mac tonight. Uh, you know, it, it, it didn't feel real until this week. Waxing the Titans. Maybe, they don't, maybe they're missing a bunch of guys. I know A.J. Brown wasn't playing. There's no Derrick Henry. Still felt a little bit like a like the Patriots were kind of back. And, you know, it was disgusting enough to have Brady win it in Tampa last year with a little bit of help from the refs in the first couple of quarters. But now they want us to swallow Belichick's grumbly ass being back too. I, you know what the media really wants from this Super Bowl, right? It's Bucks pats That's what they want. That's what everybody in the sports media world wants to flog for the entirety of the Super Bowl two-week period. And I will make this guarantee right now. I am not going to watch that Super Bowl. Wow. I don't need, Come on. I, I don't need the Super Bowl at all, actually. Can we just admit, it's not as a game, it's not that good of a game. The earlier rounds are always the better matchups. Gowie's right. When it's at your home stadium, where it can actually sh- snow and shit, and it can throw a wrench in things, that's when it's really fun. When you got real fans... The Super Bowl doesn't even have real fans. It's just like Bradley Cooper and George W. Bush in the crowd. <laughs> the broadcast is mostly about commercials, which, as we've covered on the show, are getting more irritating every year. And COVID took a Chiefs Super Bowl away from me, so I was kind of looking forward to having a party. And in this case, I would still have one. I'd have one during the Super Bowl. I just wouldn't watch the game. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be bothered by it. I'll make a ton of barbecue meatballs, some buffalo cheese dip, Get a bunch of weeds, some donuts, post made it in, and we'll just watch like I think you should leave episodes until halftime when we quickly flip it over to Dre and Snoop and then flip it right back when the fucking Pats <laughs> and the Bucks start heading back on the field. I don't give a fuck that I co-host a football podcast. I have no obligation to watch the biggest game of the year, and I hope you'll all join me, honestly. If enough of us do this, we can tank the ratings, and they'll have no choice but to unrig the league. Man, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go as far as saying I'm not going to watch that game, but I'm with you on I really don't want that game. I don't want Bucks Pats. I get the storylines are all there, but man, that would be such a bummer. I don't want anybody to win that game. I don't want Belichick to be the the god. I don't want Brady already is, so it's like they've already had a, it's, it's enough. We need some new blood in there. Like I don't know. We I would rather I'm holding yeah. out for Panthers versus Panthers. <laughs> They're going to let the practice squad go out there. It's going to be good. Hey, that's your seventh seed if the Panthers win, Jamel. The Panthers are in the Super Bowl. That means they knocked out your boys. <sighs> fine. I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Danny, I mean, that's just a, that's a dark premonition. It's, a, it's too early to start talking like that. I don't want to think about that game. Ugh. Ugh. I and they want it so bad. They're already putting together the hero packages, the fucking <laughs> the graphic with with Brady's face and Belichick's face, like it's a fucking UFC fight. They're gonna they're gonna do the world's most boring handshake at the end of the game, no matter who wins. Fuck those guys, man. That is what nobody in America wants it, and yet that's what everybody's should be expecting the league to do. 
<sighs> on top of that, I feel like it's a year too late. I feel like when Tom first got to Tampa, if it would have happened then, it would have been like, okay, you know, Tom versus Belichick, who's the the GOAT in whatever respective class. But now it's kind of like Tom already won. So it's like, all right, what are we trying to <clears> make <throat> this up for? Because he, because the Patriots finally got a, a semi decent quarterback, and now we're like, oh, he's the next time. Nah, we're not doing that. But they needed buying. that season to do like they needed to get you know their COVID players back, all the guys who opted out, and then you know Belichick gets one more year of team building, drafts the quarterback he wants. It's I feel like it couldn't have happened last season because yeah. you just had whatever you know Brian Hoyer fucking around in there. <laughs> Now you've now you've, Bill's got his new Brady, and it's going to be new Brady against old Brady, and they think it's such a great storyline, but really it's like Terminator Five, where they just have CGI <laughs> Arnold against old Arnold, and it just the whole thing sucks. Yeah, we already got that game earlier this season too. That was so hyped, and I, I actually didn't care. I know everybody went crazy for that game, but I, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch a rematch of that. Uh, Gowie, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Uh... What I hate about watching football this week was my man Cam Newton. Jeez. Ooh, yeah, rough. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very big on Cam Newton. I, I admire him as a man, like outside of football, just the way he carries himself. Uh, not the fashion, but just the way he, you know, <laughs> carries himself as a person. But um, but yeah, man, five for twenty-one completion percentage of twenty-three percent, QB rating of five. Damn. Like I don't even I don't even know what else I could say aside from that. It was it's just painful. And then to see him get benched, it was like he was just bigging himself up so much. Back to back great games. They got the W in the first game, lost the yep. second game, but he played great. And then it was just like boom, everything came to an end. Blowout loss and a terrible performance. And he got benched. So I feel for Cam. Hopefully he could bounce back, keep his uh his I'm back tour. Uh, going because the memes are starting to flow in. I didn't saw a picture of him with the the face of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. when he played in radio. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, like they doing my man dirty, and I hate to see it. So I'm 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 really rooting for Cam to try to flip that switch. I mean, to be fair, he can't perform any worse than that. I feel like that's the worst you're going to see Cam Newton. So I'm hoping you know he can get things back on track. But that's what I absolutely hated about watching football this week. What color was his hat this week? Does anybody know? Um, I don't know. I do need to look at that. And we had talked about that, too, of just when he wins, that hat color gets very colorful. It's it's orange or it's red. It's crazy. (laughs) When he loses, it's a somber gray or black. So I like that he has a hat appropriate for wins and losses because you can't come out there looking crazy after a game like that. But – the good news is the Panthers are on their bye week this week. So, you know, okay. You know, Pan, it's not like Cam, I know Cam stepped into his old team, but that's a full new coaching staff. So, he there's a lot to learn and take in and he's these are new players. They lost Christian McCaffrey, so it's an uphill battle for sure, <laughs> but I think the real assessment of Cam will come next the next time they play after this bye week. So I yeah, think they'll give no him one good more players on the Panthers left. Yeah, and <laughs> the coaching staff completely given up on the season. And yeah, that'll be when Cam really can shine. He is a he is the king of the post-loss press conference, though. He was great at this press conference. He was like, everybody wanted Cam Cam's comeback. We all wanted it. I wanted it. I was saying it was I was back. But we have to face facts. Uh reality is what it is, and you know, good stories don't always last in the NFL. Oh. Cam, 
<laughs> Self-aware. That's Sad a good thing. You want a QB. Hey, I like the QB, though, that refers to himself in the third person. My quarterback's doing that now. Jalen Hurts is talking about Jalen on the field as a separate guy than himself. So I feel like Jalen took a cue from Cam on that. And I think there's some other players doing it, too. But I enjoy that for sure. It gives a it gives a superhero feel like, yeah, that's who I am when I step on the field. But I'm Clark Kent when I'm, you know, just here standing here with my my outfit, my suit or whatever you got on. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Jamel, what you hate about watching football this week? That we keep making the Lions play games. It's just time to stop. It's just time to stop. I I understand it's a Thanksgiving tradition. It's a family thing. The Lions are on. You and your cousins are yelling at each other. I get it, but it's just it's time to let it go. America doesn't need this anymore. I have taken a personal stand. I flew home Thanksgiving morning so I wouldn't have to watch the Lions game. And guess what? I was right. I had no business. <laughs> Nobody should have seen that happen. We can't keep watching Detroit take L's like this. America's changing. What's the point of us knocking down all these Robert E. Lee statues if we're going to keep making the country watch <laughs> these fools lose in spectacular fashion? I don't need it anymore. I don't need it on my heart, my spirit. Let's abolish the lions. No more lions. Period. Wow. They don't you need think, it either. You're not just saying we got to get rid of the Thanksgiving morning game. You're saying no, in general? No more lions. Vacate <laughs> the rest of the season and get them all jobs at like. I don't know, H&R Block or something, man. Do something else. They can't. It doesn't have to be football. There's other ways to succeed in this country. Give them each. Everybody gets one Bitcoin as severance. <laughs> and move on with your lives, man. It can't feel good playing for the Lions. You'd oh. much rather have a Bitcoin than play for the damn Lions. Plus, the XFL is yeah. coming back, so there's exactly. always a chance to play football. Imagine how good the XFL would be if we distributed the lions throughout that whole league man that might be enough to keep it around or just well, keep the lions intact could they beat other xfl teams <laughs> well we've Ooh, talked about just relegation. make them the t- we've talked right. about relegation on this show i mean the xfl could whoever wins that championship should get moved bumped up into the nfl i know they'll never do it but the lions should be the first team to to have to go down to the xfl could the Orlando Apollos beat the Detroit Lions? <laughs> Neutral field. I'm st- I'm still going to say no. But that's the problem, dog. It shouldn't be it shouldn't <laughs> this shouldn't be a question, man. It's just time to stop it. So, uh, Jamal, are you more worried about the players themselves or the people of Detroit? Like who or is everybody suffering equally? Everybody, I'm worried about the city of Detroit. I mean, there's a reason why you can get a house up there for eight grand and a couple double cheeseburgers, okay? Because all they know is pain. Damn. We got to change the cycle of abuse in Detroit, and it starts with ending the Lions. Okay, yeah, extreme, but I think it's a fair point. Uh, but it does kind of play into stopping the pain plays into what I hated about football this week. Obviously, it has to do with watching the Eagles, but – Specifically, what I hated about watching football is the haters. 
we've all experienced this. Your team is losing to a, a team they shouldn't. And then your phone starts blowing up out of nowhere. And I don't even need to look. I know what it is. It's people hating. They're coming out of the woodworks. I haven't heard from these people since high school. I don't even know how they got my number. If they know that I love something, they'll attempt to hurt me. And it, it specifically when it comes to sports, and especially football, you, I'm, I just, you know, phones blowing up, texts, IGs, DMs, and it's just like, man, people just love to see you squirm. What is it about this game that, you know, and I'm sure we've all done it to, to like our close friends, but have you ever hit up a guy you haven't talked to in 15 years to just tell him how much his team sucks? It's crazy behavior. <laughs> like, I don't know why these people, it's like they remember, uh, who's a Eagles fan that I know? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm going to, uh, figure out what his phone number is and then just talk some shit. Uh, I like he- I like the healthy talking shit. Talking shit's very fun, but it needs to be from somebody who I've uh, kept up with. You know who you are, person coming out of the woodworks. Lose this number. It is Name it's names, a bond bro. that it's Name a bond that'll names. last forever is hating a football team. I know, but it's like, you know, other shit has happened to me and them, and we haven't caught up on that stuff. So this is the one thread we have from our uh, friendship from 10 years ago. But uh, it's just a crazy thing. It's almost like an urge. Like I've, it's gotten to the point to where, and I feel like Apple made it so much worse because then people will send you FaceTime. Uh, Like people will FaceTime you and then like (laughs) they'll screenshot a picture or something like that. Like when the Ravens lost in the playoffs last year, I had a whole bunch of people hit me up, but then there was one guy in particular that I know, one of the homies, he had called me and then texted me to pick up the phone. I'm like, why would I pick up the phone when I know what it's about? So it's yeah. just like, it's only going to get worse with this video chat stuff. Hopefully the future, we don't come out with any other form of communication because it's going to be even more worse. Like a hologram shows up at your front yeah. door, knocking your door like, yo, your team lost. So it's crazy. <laughs> Seriously, I'm hologramming just... myself into Dan's living room. Oh. And I'm laughing in this fool's face. That's what I'm doing. 2028. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because the phone calls are worse. I remember this used to happen to my dad, you know, before there was even caller ID. You just get a call and it's like, ha, ha, ha. And then you just hang up. Yeah. Like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and now you have to see the person and see their joy at your pain. It's just a. It's a crazy relationship we have to deal with in this sport is people enjoying our suffering. Um, But hey, we bring it on ourselves. All right, moving on. It was Black Friday. It was Cyber Monday. I hope you guys got some deals. I was on Mitchell and Ness. I got some good shit. Uh, Danny, what'd you order? Tell us what you got. Well, I had to replace my Nutribullet. Uh, Mm. So that was the big that was the big purchase. But 40 bucks. For a brand new functioning Nutribullet, I think that was a pretty good deal. Um, it just got me thinking, you know, like what what good deals, bad deals. You know, the NFL is full of deals. It seems like, you know, buying a jersey, maybe it's a good deal to some, maybe not to others. You know, you buy you buy an OBJ jersey, how long is that going to last? So we were just thinking about like what would be the worst deal in the NFL, and actually. Have to have to once again piggyback on something Gowie said, because it's a simple answer to start out with. It's Cam Newton. I mean, 
it, it was the most obviously bad deal I thought from the beginning because you know Cam's going to give you about one and a half good games a season before he has that game <laughs> where he sharts out five turnovers. Everybody knows that. So it's on you if you get caught in the Cam Newton honeypot. But it feels like all the other bad deals that I was trying to think of were all the same kind of thing, like OBJ, you know, Von Miller, Deshaun Jackson, Adrian Peterson. Like, guys, it is not 2017. It's <laughs> tempting to think that four years isn't that long of a time and that these guys could be good again. But the truth is that nothing from 2017 has any relevance anymore in today's world. If you were a time traveler who came from 2017, you couldn't handle it. You'd be blown away. You'd never have heard of like 95% of our best athletes. Same with music. Everything's like K-pop and Lin-Manuel Miranda now. You wouldn't know what the fuck HBO Max was. You would have never heard about the pandemic or the true pandemic, which is cancel culture. I mean, think about it. What were you doing? What were you doing in 2017? I know that I was actively touring as a stand-up. Jesus. I don't even leave the the house for real work now, let alone <laughs> begging bookers to let me perform. <laughs> and, you know, Matt Rule, McVeigh, they're not time travelers from the distant past. They made deals with these relics to try and save <laughs> their season. I mean, at this point, the Panthers might as well sign Robert Mueller to start a QB. Yeah. You see how fucking oh, old that reference sounds? Excuse me? That's how long ago that was. <laughs> the lawyer guy? Yeah, the fucking the, the FBI guy who was investigating Trump. It was a big 2017, Jamel. You can't even remember it. That was the biggest news story in 2017. So now you're, you're and you're bringing back players. Come on. Yeah, it's rough because, you know, sometimes you get a good seat, one last good season out of a guy like you had the, your Montana Chiefs year. But then again, I was rooting for McNabb on the Vikings and that blew up in my face. So <laughs> I don't know. Some You got to know when to get off the train <laughs> or it hey, gets real it's, sad. It's hard, though, because you, you grow this attachment to people. Like you just said, yeah. with McNabb on the Vikings, I still root for Flacco everywhere he goes. Like, oh. if y'all hear Joe Flacco going to start, it's like, oh, yeah, it's Flacco season. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and even – and I know, as a realist, I know that Flacco is a decent quarterback. I know people talk about January Joe and all that other stuff, but in order to see January Joe, you have to actually get to January, and we didn't do that after he got his contract. So it's like – yeah, I, I feel you like that. It, it's hard trying to break that that bond that you had. Jamel tried it this year. Fitzpatrick. It's Fitz magic season, Jamel. Bro, I didn't try that for one second. <laughs> you guys tried that and tried to tell me it was going to work. I did not believe it for one second. He didn't it have had a chance. To end. Come on. There was no way. <laughs> there was no way. Magic isn't real. All right, so Danny, you're saying expired goods, just leave them on the shelf, let somebody else grab them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and Fitzpatrick's not even that good of an example because he's been he's been around. You know, I'm I'm saying the people who fell off the cliff. You looked at the expiration date; it was you know December 2017. Don't eat that. Don't buy that. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. You think you can freeze it and and break it out of the fridge? After four years? No, man. Quality's gone. 
I mean, you guys have Josh Gordon on your team, who I am rooting for. It's but I'm not just working. <laughs> it's you're right. Great example of a bad move, and we did it last year with Lashawn McCoy or Le'Veon Bell. We did it before that with Lashawn McCoy. I mean, it's never it never works, folks. The past is the past. All right, all right, uh, Galley. Did you get any good deals in real life? And what's your worst deal in uh, football? All right, so uh, a deal that I got, um, I got my Brazzer subscription. Hey, <laughs> let's go. We're back. Ah. It's like, no, nah, but I bought, uh, you know, I bought some stuff because I just moved, as you guys know. So I bought, you know, a new sofa. I bought a new dresser set. So, you know, boring things, pots and pans, just to get my house up to par. But um, as far as football goes, I think my biggest worst deal or or whatever you want to put it was Lamar Jackson. He was given the whole Brown secondary a deal. Four interceptions. I love Ooh. Lamar. He's very careful with the football in his career. But damn, bro, I was like, if we lose this game, there's nothing we can say aside from Lamar threw this game away. Like, it was terrible just watching it. And I'm actually at the stadium. So I'm at the stadium. We're watching it. Defense make a play, force a turnover. Oh, oh, everybody's riled up. Then the next play, intercepted. You can hear a pin drop. It's like, yo, Lamar, what is going on? But, you know, we love our quarterback. We threw thick and thin. But I feel like he was just trying to give the Browns uh, a whole bunch of deals. Everybody was getting the interception. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was terrible for me. That was hard to stop. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, one of the theories on our, on this show we've talked about, and maybe you have some insight into this, what is Lamar's diet? Because it seems like, you know, he's had to go to the bathroom mid-game. He's missed games that for non-COVID shit. Like, I feel like his stomach just hurts sometimes. Hey, listen. <laughs> Baltimore has a very good culture when it comes to food. So if he's eating something... It's probably something that's not good for him. He's probably eating a whole bunch of seafood. If not seafood, he's probably eating soul food. Uh, so there's a lot of things. There's a spot in particular that he usually goes to. Um, and the food is good, but, you know, you have those instances where you got to leave in the fourth quarter to take a dump. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, all right, Lamar, like, we get it. You're young, so you have the body to stomach it. But it's not. You know, your immune system has to be bulked up. You got to get some fruits and veggies in that, man. He's getting hip-hop chicken and fish mailed to road games? Like, nah, it, it's hey, got to be doing something. He's doing something, bro. It's like, come on, Lamar. Like, I get it. You know, you want to eat You want to eat the food, but you're still an athlete at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, Brady eats nothing but, but you know, celery sticks, and that dude hasn't taken a shit since 2007. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good point. He doesn't poop. That's why he's still playing. He's always on the field. He's Damn. always available because he never shits. <laughs> Jamel, how many locations does Hip Hop Chicken and Fish have, by the way? Oh, they got a few across the uh, greater Baltimore and uh, Maryland areas. It's, you know, the Ellicott City, uh, Baltimore proper. Uh, I think they got a couple in Gaithersburg. Hey, oh, I've been to Gaithersburg. Fish. They got spots, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed that you know these off the top of your head. <laughs> Listen, I I was doing a, some work for them. I was doing some marketing for them. <laughs> I was never going to well, ad campaign for them. It's not. Well, I guess we know uh, what Jamel's worst deal that he ever took was. <laughs> no, Jamel 
Jamal, what deal did you get on uh, on these online sales? And uh, what's oh, your worst went, football deal? I, I went dumb on a 47 brand. Got a bunch of new dad hats. Yeah, 30% off dad hats. So I went pretty stupid. Got a uh, Carhartt Capitals hat coming for like 15 bucks. And you know, Carhartt, they try to charge you like 50. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling good about that. Worst deal in football, however, uh, standing room only seats. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of stadiums. FedEx Field added a standing room section a few seasons ago. I know Dallas has one. There's a few stadiums that haven't. And, Philly has uh, it. Exactly. It's just like how much money do y'all need? It already costs about a hundred dollars to the worst seat in the stadium. It's already a trek to get to the game. I'm taking a, it's an hour on the train. It's a, it's an hour walk from the train. It's 45 minutes from where I parked. Now I can't even sit in this bit. (laughs) And they got the nerve to act like this is some sort of honor. You get to enjoy the fanfare and excitement of NFL football. I hope you got some Tommy Copper sleeves on them knees. (laughs) (laughs) don't let this shit go to overtime bro the work okay dallas football team at dallas december 26 the cheapest standing room seat 65 dollars i'm not paying 65 dollars to stand on the roof at least when when you pay to go to a concert at least them fools are right there they're 200 feet away from you you pay for a standing room seat at a football game you need binoculars. Yeah. Also, how much are they charging for the the leaning space? Because I feel like this is these standing people can't even lean. You can't you even a, lean. <laughs> they don't have no standing. nothing. What if I want a skateboard? They don't have any rails I can skate on. No, leaning is like thirty bucks extra. Nah, that's ridiculous. Worst deal in sports. Period. <laughs> standing room only. Then if you in DC. One of the pipes might bust on you. Like, come yep. on, man. I got pee on me. <laughs> and I can't sit down. I just need a second to get my head together because there's pee on me. And I can't. You're going to kick me out because I sat down? I don't know if you saw uh, Andy Haynes' uh, story from last night. He was at the Seahawks uh, team game. And he was filming behind him because in one of the, like, the, the owner suites or like one of the VIP boxes, <laughs> the sprinklers were going off like... Like it was oh. a fire alarm, and people were just panicking and running and getting the Come hell out of there. On. <laughs> it's winter, man. You can't get wet in the winter. It was awesome. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a sign that you guys were going to lose, but you pulled it off. Uh, yeah, my uh, my deal is that I guess it was good, but I just did the wrong. I ran it back. I got the same shoes I already have and ordered the same pants I already have because they were just on discount and my shoes are beat up. But I'm just my my uh, closet is like Doug. I just wear the same shit every day, and I just kind of <laughs> updated it. I don't know why I did that, but it was on sale. Hey, you like what you like, man. Come on, you gotta I, refresh the drip. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like what I like, and it's getting a little worn down. So I updated some shit. But uh, Green my and worst white. deal, yeah, my worst deal is uh, the troops deal. You know, the deal the NFL the NFL made with the troops. I don't mm-hmm. know when they made this deal. A hundred years ago, fifteen years ago, in the eighties and the nineties, I don't know what it is, but it it just 
always feels like it just blows up in their face. Like, I don't even want to say like the Pat Tillman stuff. I don't want to get into any sad stuff. And obviously uh, the Kaepernick stuff is just insanity. But my thing is like, it's just an advertisement for the military. It's just like a recruiting tool, like the NFL and they just go together, but it's not really an accurate one. Like all we see are soldiers with all of their limbs intact in uniform, like fighter pilot jets roaring overhead, the whole stadium's applauding. Like that's not an accurate picture of what being in the military is like. It's just not <laughs> like they should talk to us about the real problems veterans are facing instead of just being like, look how amazing this is. If you're in the army, it's you have, you kind of got it made and that's, it's just weird. And the NFL does that with their players too, where when you're in the league, we love you. But once you're retired, like you're on your own and we're just going to bury all the bad shit. So they are kind of a perfect marriage, but <laughs> just the, the, the troops and the military and the NFL being together just always seems like, um, it's just an interesting deal that was made. And patriotism that, can be a good thing, but forced patriotism, kind of bad. It was because of that Marines ad back in the day. It was very it was early nineties. <laughs> you remember the dude? It was he was a yeah. guy. He had to like he had to like fight like like Beowulf or like like Brand like you know what <laughs> yes. I'm saying? Like, he had to fight like this huge lava monster and then he turns into like this regal <laughs> soldier with a sword. That is not what it's like to be in the Marines. No. no. It's not even it's not even what it's like in the Navy commercials where it's just like a guy is staring at like a radar screen and then he and then it it cuts to him in college. Like even that shit doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) Yeah, man. What about the part where your wife cheats on you with with your your civilian? (laughs) What about that in the ass? Yeah. Hey, you know they got it. They got to sell the dream. They can't tell you. Well, if you come here, you know your wife may cheat on you. Uh, you may lose the limb. You may. Yeah. Let him... <laughs> yeah. It's like you got to try to sell it to the people. So it's like you know, bigging it up and stuff like that. But something as small as me playing COD and noticing that I'm not going to be able to respond if I get hit, mm. I'm good on that. I'm I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think Call of Duty actually helped unrecruit people from <laughs> the military. You realize exactly. like you could fucking you turn the wrong corner, you're dead. Yeah, that's how it is. You could breathe in fucking sand beetles and be and and have a disease for the rest of your life. You got the yeah, sand beetle it, patch? Oh shit. <laughs> also yeah, it's, I, it's definitely not just walking around a corner getting hit and saying, Oh fucking campers and coming back and do it again. Like respawn. if somebody's camping, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, yeah. I'll be a hero on my couch in the the in my own living room. That's nice. And I understand the dream that they're selling. And look, I'm I'm not shitting on any of that. It's just like the NFL and the military just they were made for each other. So maybe it's the best deal. I don't know. Gally, thank you for doing the show. Where can we find you uh, online and elsewhere? Uh, you can find me. Everywhere, uh, my voice getting a little raspy. I don't know what that was about. Uh, you can find me, but you got to find me at the Kid Gawi everywhere. That's D A K I D G O W I E. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything. All my social media handles are the Kid Gawi D A K I D G O W I E. Nice, yeah. Uh, please go and do that, Gawi. I'm rooting for the Ravens this season. A Ravens Eagles Super Bowl sounds great to me. Seems very right. realistic. Come on now, the, the, the battle of the birds. <laughs> exactly. Very winnable for the Ravens. 
That's why, that's why he I love it. it. Hey, you see, they've been they've been trying to compare uh they've been trying to compare uh Hertz to to Lamar. They're like, oh, in the first couple of games, I'm like, I've seen some stats. You know, so we'll yeah. see. Does not the eyeball test does not tell me that, that they're similar players, but the stats do look good. So, hey, like they say, numbers don't lie. Yes, <laughs> uh, I hope not. All right, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the show. No problem, man. NFL Sports Talk Football. Hey guys, hope you didn't fill up too much on Turkey Day because the deals are just getting started. I know we just talked about the worst deals, but head on over to my bookie where the fun is just getting started. My bookie is giving you a bet one, get one free promotion on all the games this week. So get head on over to the week 13 games. Uh, wager up to $100, you're gonna see him receive that same value back in a risk-free bet for the next week slate. So mybookie.com or mybookie.ag is the only sports book where buy one, get one means that you're the one holding out on the bag. Don't miss out, head over to mybookie.ag to get in on this exclusive promotion. To set the stage before you you redeem the bet one, get one free promotion, why not just wager on the biggest matchup of week 13, Bills versus Patriots. It's the AFC East juggernauts. Just go bet and thank me later. Set yourself up for success by doubling down on your first deposit when using the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK, S-P-O-R-T-S. Drink, drink, drink. To double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000, bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. And you know what? We've been telling you about this new sponsor that you're going to love. It's Symbol. Symbol's the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure to use the promo code SD. You know what that stands for. SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com. Use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol's going to refund that initial deposit. No questions asked. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite team. If you you can't get enough Sorry We Love Football, you know where to find us. It's in the Spotify green room. It's the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download. It's easy to use. You, there's all sorts of talk shows going on, specifically sports talk radio. You could talk to me, Jamel, Danny, other fans, athletes, insiders, all in real time. It's perfect for watch parties. We're out, we're watching Monday Night Football every Monday, talking over the first half of the game. We're doing breakdowns. We're reacting to breaking news. We're debating. We're sharing our own experiences. It's the place to be. So if you want more Sorry We Love Football, head on over to Spotify Greenroom. It's the free audio only social media platform for sports fans. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom in the iOS app store. Create the profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. For us, it's football, NFL group, 
follow me at Dan from LA. Be notified when my room goes live. And we're going live every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Come with your spiciest takes in the Spotify green room. Back to the show. And we're back. Uh, let's talk about last week's picks. Danny, you went 0 for 3 on Thanksgiving. Rough way to start the week. Uh, did it impact your Thanksgiving at all? Uh, no, because fantasy-wise, I did pretty well. And turkey-wise, I did amazing. Nice. I've heard a lot about this turkey. Oh, yeah. There's some picks. Some picks hey, online. Guys, head over to the Kid Gowie on Instagram if you want to see some pictures of Danny's turkey. <laughs> Everybody's retweeting it. <laughs> um, well, hey, I actually won the week. I got nine games right. Jamel got eight. Danny got seven. Danny had a nice little comeback there at the end. Thank you, um, team. Could have got out of hand. But where we're sitting right now, Jamel is still on top. He's at 110 and 71 on the season. I'm at 103 and 78. Danny's at 101 and 80. Still yep. anybody's game. We've seen some shit change. It's so many Jamel. weeks left. This could be, I'm hanging on by a thread. If I'm up 10, but it feels like I'm down five. <laughs> we are at week 13. Lucky 13. Hey, the bye week teams are the Panthers, the Packers, the Browns, and the Titans. Care to say anything about any of those teams? Thank God the Titans need a month off. <laughs> they really do. That is the worst eight and four team or whatever I can remember, whatever the record is. Yeah, and it seems like everybody, luckily, who's on by this week has has somebody who really needs it real bad. Everybody yeah, they like, do. Can we talk about Cam? Titans just need to mentally regroup. Baker, I think I think he's dead. I think they've reanimated a corpse now. Yeah. 3D printed his ass. And Aaron Rodgers, uh, his toey hurt. He got a toey. <laughs> yeah. He has a toe injury, and then I see him running for a touchdown to start the game, and I'm like, he's fucked this fucking liar. (laughs) Yeah, he's just a legitimate liar. It's great. He's a sociopath. Hey, no one said you had to be honest. Oh, my God. I just love that. It's like, you know he doesn't go to church. It's pure (laughs) evil, dude. It's amazing. That's why that is what those State Farm commercials are. They're the battle between light and dark. It's Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers with Jake from State Farm is sort of like the, I guess he's humanity that's in the balance. Mm. Brought to you by, oh, so what is State Farm's role is, does that mean insurance is God? Insurance is, is the universe. Mm. Okay. That's deep, yeah. dog. Yeah. I'm just going to allow the listeners time to think about that. For yeah, a yeah, hold that in. <laughs> Let it sink in. Okay, Thursday night, Cowboys at Saints. Mike McCarthy has COVID. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to coach the game. Amari Cooper still reeling from COVID. Not as funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think CeeDee Lamb will be back this game. I don't know what's going to happen. The Saints are kind of hot garbage. Why aren't they running just Taysom Hill packages? Why does uh, the other guy have to play? Is Taysom Hill not hurt? Didn't he get a new deal? Yeah, he just got a big-ass deal. To not play quarterback. Well, yeah, he's to, starting now. They're starting him this week after the oh, Trevor Simeon experiment didn't work. So they announced that, that Taysom Hill was taking first team reps in practice all week. So be prepared for a big time 100 yards on the ground, 100 yards passing kind of game. We call that the Jalen Hurts. Hey. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm picking the Saints in this game. I think the Cowboys are on a down spiral. And I think the NFC East still sucks like it has the last few years. And it's everybody's going to finish closer than we thought. There was a time where we were like, wow, the Cowboys are about to dominate the league. Maybe they're just going to be 10 and 7 or 9 and 8 and just be okay. And that's what I'm hoping for. Give me the Saints. Is there any effect that a coach not being on the field has in the game? I mean, does that really like they were talking about like a bunch of assistant coaches that weren't coaching and during the team and Seahawks game. And I was like, yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if our assistant strength coach is out? I mean, (laughs) even up to the head coach, it doesn't seem to matter. I don't know. And also like a football field is big as hell. You can't hear anything that's being yelled at you when you're out there. Mm -hmm. No, it's just whoever's in the quarterback's helmet. That's who the communication is. There's one coach talking to the quarterback. That's about it. Yeah, is it illegal for Mike McCarthy to just call on his cell phone and tell people what to do? Yeah, he can call straight into Dak's headset. Maybe we all can. I'm still picking the Cowboys. I think no Mike McCarthy, no problem. I think that makes the Cowboys better. Got to agree with you, McCarthy's McCarthy's just suggesting bullshit. They're trying to call plays. He's talking about fucking Squid Game or some shit. It's fucking Netflix or something in there, man. No, he's talking about Austin Powers, the spy who shagged man. Yeah, he's like, man, when are they making a new Austin Powers? I wonder what Mike, Mike Myers is up to. That was so funny. That third one was so funny. It's like, dude, uh, the game is happy. It's, we got to play. It's it's second down, coach. <laughs> call something. Yeah. I love gold. Yeah, he's just doing the whole thing. Okay, uh... We all, you guys pick the Cowboys. I'm on yeah. the Saints. Do you like the Thursday thing where they play? They both play Thanksgiving, and now they get a full week for this Thursday game. They're at least two rested teams. It's not like they had to play Sunday night. Sounds good. I don't know. Feels like okay. this feels like white privilege to me. Okay. Okay. I don't like. Okay, it. Hey, let's get to Sunday then. 10 a.m. Giants at Dolphins. Here come the Dolphins. You guys left him for dead. Pundits like Jamel Johnson and Danny Solomon just said the Dolphins were dead. Are I we pundits? I probably said that too. They've uh. won four straight games. They're, they actually can make the playoffs. Also, breaking my heart because we hold their first round pick. When they were one and seven, I was like, the Eagles are going to have the, the number one pick. Now that's gone. It's like 15 now or some shit. Yeah, you know who has all the number one picks, all the early picks? The New York Giants. <laughs> and they have no reason to win any games from now on. I know they, they think don't. They're, they still are in it, and I guess mathematically they are. But I think we're they're, they're going to fire. They already talked about how they're going to fire Tannenbaum, right? So he's going to be out. I think you got to get rid of Joe Judge and Daniel Jones at that point, or at least you know put Daniel Jones in that in the dreaded – QB camp competition with the rookie or with uh, Joe Flacco, I guess, if we're willing to bring that guy back. Or Fitzmagic. (laughs) Hey, get him off the IR. Either way, new blood in Giants Nation, and I feel like uh, it starts with losing out the season. So they got to lose this one. In Miami, bienvenido a Miami. Fins up, dude. Fuck it. The one silver lining of the Giants winning last week is it does extend the Daniel Jones, Joe Judge era slightly. 
there's like a little bit more of leniency they get, which I like because they're fucking terrible. They're um, actually, you know what? Because we have such a discrepancy, such a gaping chasm in our picks. Reverse it. Give me the Giants. Maybe they're Whoa. running game. Maybe Saquon comes back. I don't know. I can't really convince myself, but I need I need to claw my way back here. Saquon was at that game. He was at the. Eagles. He was there. That's true. Nearly do. He he had one nice like twenty yard run. That was, a bad that was about it. He, they bottled him up, but hey. maybe uh, one of the uh, Giants receivers will be active or something. I don't know. Some miracle like that. <laughs> maybe uh, Tua will just throw four interceptions and just make life easy on them like my guy did. Okay, Colts, Texans. A, C, South. What are you talking about? It's Colts. Yeah. Colts it is the Colts. Jamal's I thought right. Tyrod, I thought Tyrod was enough. Are the Texans not going to win four games this year? Wasn't there over under four games? I believe yeah, so. We we at the beginning of the season we're all told the Texans weren't going to win a game. And then they win two games, and we're like, these guys are a fucking powerhouse. They can beat anybody. They couldn't even beat the Jets. They're in the basement just like we thought. I like Tyrod, but yeah, no. Any Carson Wentz thoughts? He played really well in that first half and then just kind of didn't do shit against the Bucks. They really let that game slip. They had that one. You, I mean, Carson Wentz, you let a good thing go with that guy. Did I? He's tantalizing. Because, of course, he can do everything, but that's not the point. The point is his brain is broken, and he's a bad person. Yeah, I said it. He's bad. Well, this is why his brain is broken, because Philly has hurt his feelings. <laughs> I don't. Did you guys hear Markel Fultz, uh, another Philly top pick, talking about Philly fans? He said they were awesome, and they did nothing but encourage him, and I believe him. Nobody paid him to say that. Okay, uh, we're all on the Colts there. Um, Vikings at Lions. Uh, We're all in the Vikings Jamel, here. Jamel said the Lions should be uh, shot into the sun. Abolish the Lions. Abolish the Lions. Defund the police. Abolish the Lions. <laughs> I think that's the name of the show is Abolish the Lions. Um, Kirk Cousins did line up under the guard in crunch time in the Niners game. I know that's like the big funny takeaway, but he gets paid a lot of money, and he thought the guard had the ball. And he forgets what's going on sometimes because God is just like using Speaking him as a vessel, yeah. and God yeah. doesn't really play football like that. So sometimes yeah. when he's like really shining through Kirk Cousins' body, he'll forget where he is straight up. Yeah, what you don't see in the in the rebroadcasts are, are Kirk speaking in tongues. Oh, and having a full out-of-body experience. So you guys are on the Vikings? Yeah. As long as Kirk doesn't get bit by one of his snakes that he's been handling <laughs> with his church, I think they're going to win this game. I'm picking the Lions because right. Jamel has smited them too much. I think they've had some extra time to rest and think about what happened. And also, uh, Dalvin Cook isn't going to be playing in this game. And I know Alvin he's... Cook doesn't play a lot of games. Yeah, there's a guy who does the exact same shit as Dalvin Cook right behind him on the depth chart. They look the same, too. They have the same haircut. Yeah. Their numbers are similar. It's very yeah. confusing. I'm sure for the team it's not, but for a viewer who barely watches the Vikings, sometimes I confuse them. Uh, I'm picking the Lions because it's just funny. 
I think they can't, can't. It's a, we saw this last week with the um, Giants Eagles, the divisional games, weird shit happens. Weird Not shit this. happens. I don't know how so, weird, but sure. Kind of okay, weird. Okay. E- next game Eagles at Jets. Um, I haven't given up hope yet. I know that was a soul crushing, inexcusable, stupid, humiliating loss to the Giants, but. There's still a path to the playoffs. If we win out, we're in. So that's what I'm talking myself into. Our schedule's still easy as shit. If we lose well, the Jets, though, it's I'm coming in hot. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna maybe not do this. I don't know where. I'll be doing it from hell because I'll have jumped out of my window into traffic. It is a sin to uh, commit suicide, as Kirk Cousin has told us. That's true. Uh, Amen. But you we know can't the. Lose- the, the talk of your schedule being easy was predicated on the fact that you could beat the shitty teams in your division. You can't even do that. You can't beat no, the Giants. Can't. I don't think you're going to be able to beat the team. Team's coming on strong now. The defense has woken up. You'll beat the Jets. I'll give you that. But uh, it's going to be another real down-in-the-mud knife fight for the <sighs> NFC East. There's just certain stadiums that, like, I just know the Eagles can't play in. Like, I same knew the Giants was going to win that game. Yeah, it's the <laughs> same stadium. Unfortunately, the same fucking stadium. It just doesn't – you guys should never be there. You guys also shouldn't play at home. Like, the Eagles are only good, like, where? At like, Carolina. in Arizona. <laughs> in Arizona, at Carolina. It's like five cities. And none of them at, are Philadelphia. At team. That's true. Very good at team. I mean, fuck it. I'm still picking the Jets. I'm not, no, I'm not picking the Jets. That's crazy. Whoa. I'm picking the No, 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 no. Don't write down Jets. I'm picking the Eagles. I meant to say Eagles. Well, I, picked the, like you're yeah, I put the Eagles down. Eagles. Come on, man. Eagles. Eagles family Eagles. of Eagles. Let's have some Eagle wings. Yeah. Lemon pepper Eagle wings for the group. Okay. Ranch on the side. Okay, uh, moving on. Let's go to cards at Bears. Hey, we're reconnected. All right. Back to the game. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, all right. Cardinals and Bears. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Say that again. Picking up now. Cardinals at Bears. Is Kyler back? What's the deal? They just came off their bye. If he's not playing, are you actually concerned that he's more hurt than they're telling us? No reason not to be, but, I mean, they say he's playing. Hopefully D-Hop plays because I could use that guy again. <laughs> I mean, they're 9-2. They're and two. Colt McCoy is not even trash. We all wanted him to be, but he's not. He's not. Uh, yeah, this, it's, there's not a lot of intrigue around this Cardinals team, at least on our show. There's not enthusiasm. They're the number one seed in the NFC in December. Like, when are we going to start caring about this team? Do you care about them yet? You can't make me. <laughs> you don't like, but Scrappy Doo is so cute, and he's nine and two, and he's going to come back healthy. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess it is big. That's pretty big. And you get the Bears. That's like a warm up game. Yeah, it is. It's like a practice squad game. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. 
All right, moving on. I guess it's so weird. The Cardinals have no intrigue. We don't care about this team. They might come out of the NFC, and we just don't give a shit. Not Maybe yet, we'll man. <laughs> it's just we can't even talk, convince ourselves to pretend to care about this team. I know this game sucks, and there's nothing to say about the Bears, but all right, look, we all got the Cardinals. Moving on, Chargers. Chargers at Bengals. Do you guys feel similarly about these two teams? I am a Bengals believer. I like this team. I think their skill guys are really good. <sighs> the Chargers are so frustrating. They are. I just don't understand. Like, what's the deal? They just can't play outside? Is that their problem? I lost yeah. another 50 bucks fucking with the Chargers. Had a four-teamer going, and all the Chargers had to do was get their shit together, and they couldn't. Yeah. Hey, the Chargers to me with are the soft. Team. They're soft. That's yeah, what saw that. Danny saw that loss against the Broncos coming from a million miles away. You were very confident last week. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's really these lower teams in the AFC West are just, they, they're constantly, you know, they're, they're, it's like the Chiefs are Logan Roy and the rest of the AFC West is the kids and we're just pitting them against each other, letting them beat each other up, letting them ruin each other's lives while we skate on making the big bucks, running the show. I just don't believe in the Chargers. I don't really believe in the Bengals either, but I, you know, by process of elimination, the Bengals are going to win because the Chargers can't, as Jamel said, play outside or in cold weather or in places they don't usually play or when Justin Herbert is feeling sad or you know when he has an acne breakout or something. doesn't take much to tank these guys. I do Sick. like Burrow versus Herbert, and that's a very fun young QB matchup. Like this is good stuff. Sure, but I'm also picking the Bengals. Yeah, give me the Boingles. Fuck this. Damn, we're all Chargers are dead to me. Chargers have died. Jamal, what teams are left alive in your in your orbit? What teams do you consider not dead amongst you? us? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, Cardinals. Who hasn't burned you? Cardinals, Pats, Chiefs. Um, but you Michigan. can't get excited about the Cardinals. You're just saying they haven't done anything mean to you? They just haven't wronged me, personally. Well, bet on them this week, and then uh, let's get them out of there. Watch the Bears just whoop their ass. That's real. Um, all right, let's get to the afternoon games. Actually, this one last one last early game. Bucks at Falcons. The Falcons can make the playoffs. How is this sure. possible? What are you yeah. saying? <laughs> the Eagles can get they, the one seed. I mean, things could happen. They won't. <sighs> Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's a Bucks across the board situation. But what's There's going on with Calvin Ridley? Is he coming back this week? He's been off. He's been on a mental health um, kick. He he's on the non-COVID injury list. That's just he's he stepped away from the game for a few weeks. I think he might be coming back. He's a very good receiver. I mean, we we run a podcast where we just kind of talk about what a mind fuck being a fan of the NFL is. So imagine <laughs> being a player. That's a good point. 
Uh, get get uh, well soon, Calvin. Uh, so that's Bucks across the board. We don't need to talk about Leonard Fournette or the Bucks rounding into shape for coming playoff time. They look good. It's a little scary. Gronk's back. Everybody's healthy. Their secondary well, we got Cordero. Cordero on the other side. No one can stop that man. Seems Why not? Like no one can. It just really. Makes no sense. Yeah. He's. I watched the Bears try and do this exact same thing with him. He lined up as running back for the Bears for years. Two years, I think. And d- couldn't do anything. Cordero, Cordero Patterson is the only 2017 success story. He's the only expired mate that actually turned good. out to taste good. Good point. Uh, okay. Afternoon games. Jags at Rams. <laughs> I should have ordered that... lunch for this game. I was <laughs> I was not focused for the last two picks because I was getting my lunch, and I wish I had started that for this one. What are the Rams? Is this Who the cares? Haley Man? Is this the Haley Manrique uh, ball just tugging at her heart? Which team yeah. do I like? I mean, we know she I loves mean, the Rams, but yeah, I think it's the team she likes, and not oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, not the team yeah, yeah. that let their mascot dangle from the rafters for an hour between <laughs> life and he death was, he was up there for an hour god damn it no <laughs> uh hey it is the jalen ramsey revenge game we get to do that angle that's fun yeah as though you Oof. needed it i don't know if the rams are good they're probably not they're definitely not as good as we thought just a couple weeks ago but you know Trevor Lawrence is kind of looking like a, a Zach Wilson more than a Mac yeah, Jones. Pretty average. You know what I'm saying. It's just you. I don't know why contenders always do this, where they just add old guys. They didn't need any old guys. That's what I'm saying. Now it's they have to play the these old guys. It's fucked up. I mean, I'm still picking the Rams. Who cares? But. Yeah, the Rams are on a three-game losing streak. And, I mean, they have to break it this week. I mean, Urban Meyer is just keeps getting these rumors that he's going to get to go do the Notre Dame coaching job. Um, so I'm curious, the Urban Meyer storylines here, like how locked in he is. Obviously, he's not locked in at all. We've seen his fucking antics this season, but um, – just, I don't know. I'm just trying to make something interesting. We're at week 13. We know which teams are good and bad. Well, some of them. Hey, I actually still don't know. Yeah. We're almost an hour into the podcast. We don't need to make something out of nothing. Okay. Speaking of nothing, team at Raiders. <laughs> Who's God the nothing? I don't know. They're actually both alive and well. Uh, the team ruined my life last night. Uh, the Seahawks winning would have made me rich beyond my wildest dreams and it didn't happen. So uh, that was frustrating. The onside kick rule. Did anybody ever heard of this thing? Yo, hilarious. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> what the hell was that? I can't think of a funnier ending. I mean, the team hasn't won on Monday night since 2012. And the win we had before that, I think Full House was still on TV, bro. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was a long time. And the Raiders. God's plan. Thanksgiving evening took down the Cowboys in the most watched NFL game of all time. They were the most watched regular season NFL game of all time. 
in overtime. Thank you, Derek Carr. Thank you, interim coach. Thank you, Mark Davis. Thank you, Deshaun Jackson. Hey. I could go on. And I'm asking you to do it again. <laughs> it wasn't enough. I need more. Now I need you to beat the team. Yeah, I gotta. I have to pick the Raiders here just because the team's winning games. I got to ride it out. Go Raiders. Well, I am going to ride my victory this week yet again with the team. Enjoy. I think they're looking good. And I don't believe in the Raiders. I think every time you get a, you try to advance yourself in the AFC West, you have a horrible, humiliating loss. And true, it's the same thing for the NFC East. But I think the team has gotten through all of their most humiliating losses already. I mean, that was, that was as close to a humiliating win as you could get. I mean, <laughs> that win was humiliating. The only thing more humiliating is the win against the Eagles last year. But the way we won that game last night was nasty, gross, disgusting. We tried to lose it like five different times. Man. I just noticed that Anytime. Dan Hardigan typed in the team. I'm, I'm picking team. the team. Wow. The team here. Wow. Enjoy. I think Jamel's theory on the Eagles, where they can and can't play, I think the Raiders are kind of similar. I don't think they play well at this stadium. They need to go elsewhere. There's too much... Bad shit in Vegas. I think there's some sort of curse. Uh, so when they're home, I don't like it. The team, what are they, three wins in a row? They got their tight end back. They got some swagger back. They're playing for Chase. Uh, Ron Rivera was fucking fist pumping, running off the field. There's all sorts. They think they can make the playoffs. They want to lose to the Bucks again in the wild card round. I can totally see it. I'm picking the team. Okay, Ravens at Steelers. Remember when this rivalry used to matter? You guys remember that? Yeah, it was a good time. That was fun. It was the most physical game of the season. It's what it was always branded as. Guys are getting knocked out. It's 13 to 6 final scores. Now the Steelers give up 40 to every fucking team they play. I'm picking the Ravens. I don't like that they got that most physical. They're all wearing the same pads. Because <laughs> you watch- aren't good at offense. It's not physical. It's just stupid football. Yeah, I mean, physical is such an all-encompassing term. It's just like, you know, everybody hits everybody on every play. They're all super nope. strong. It's more about, like, leverage and uh, and play calls. And, you know, one guy yeah. can fuck it up for an entire team of physical dudes. As long as no, you have a shitty this, kicker or a shitty quarterback, it doesn't matter how physical you are. This and game was... Big Ben, shitty quarterback, by the way. Oh, he's terrible. This game was the most bone-crunching struggle between 11 on 11. You've never seen anything like it. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Ravens. (laughs) There you go. Yep. No? Oh, Ravens. What are you saying? Steelers are ass. (laughs) All right, next up, Niners at Seahawks. Remember when this rivalry used to matter? Guys, it should have been rivalry week, and now no one cares. These teams are going separate ways. The Niners are good. The Seahawks lose to the team. Russell Wilson, I don't know. Is he just like – is he being fat James Harden right now on the Rockets? Yeah, I can't – you know, I can't think of a guy less interested in doing anything. What did the Seahawks do to Russell Wilson, like where he's just going to be walk around kind of as the disgruntled employee? 
They didn't let him cook. They're putting they're putting him in the front of the house. They won't let him cook. I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, they want to be a running team, and all their running backs get hurt, and they still run. It's you know, I'm sure it can be irritating for a guy who fancies himself to be a an A level chef, and he's out there making you know brunches, brunch buffets for old ladies. That's the analogy I'm going with here, and I'm and I'm going with the Niners too because of my boy. Elijah Mitchell, who I got in a mm. trade, blockbuster trade in my other league. I feel so good about it now because I, he basically scores as many fantasy points as Devontae Adams, who I traded away. It was a quarterback swap. I'll get into it on uh, on our Patreon uh, if we ever make one. <laughs> but the, you're right. The Niners are good again. And weirdly, Jimmy Garoppolo, can I say, maybe I won't say good, but not bad. Jimmy Garoppolo? Just the news that that the Niners were going to commit to Trey Lance next year. It's enough to motivate this idiot. And now he's going to be one of your two teams' quarterbacks next season. God, I'll take take Garoppolo down the way. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man, that was meant to be a joke. Nope. I want it. Who are you picking? The Niners. I've been riding the Niners for some time now. I'm zagging. I'm going Seahawks. Oof. Okay. I still believe Russell can just pull a game out of his ass. It's another one of those divisional he rivalry. Pulled, he almost he pulled did. the one last night out of his ass, so fair it's enough. It's a divisional game. Weird shit happens. Um, DK Metcalf isn't going to have as bad of a game as he just did. I don't know what happened there. Just Russ never looked at him all game. Russ never um, pointed the ball to the right direction ever i mean the ball was going every which way it was he was just overthrowing guys by like 50 yards like up in the air like yeah it was like a 50 foot tall pass um yeah i'm picking the seahawks i don't know Pete carroll is coaching for his life the guy's gonna get fired russell wilson is telling upper management fire pete carroll so he's gonna try and win okay uh hey sunday night the danny special we got broncos at chiefs Teddy Bridgewater coming into Arrowhead. Remember when this rivalry used to matter? Remember when this rivalry mattered? Um, I mean, yo, the thing is, the thing is, Broncos defense is good. Once they got rid of Von Miller's old ass and let just some young draft pick play. Sure. Suddenly their pass rush. Fantastic. Good rapper name, Jamel. Young draft pick. Ooh. (laughs) It's not as good as young husband, but. It's not. You're right. But it's close. Uh, Danny, what, what, you know, we all know the Andy Reid that coming off a bye stat. We know the Chiefs are really heavily favored. Does that, does it bother you? We talked about this last week where I was worried when everyone was picking the Eagles and it's just like, that just gives me a bad feeling. Like this week is going to be all Chiefs everything. Like no one's going to pick the Broncos in this. I'll tell you one guy who is this guy. Wow, you're still doing it? I'm doing it. It works. It completely it does work. works. The I don't thing care is, what it does it to me works. the picks. I don't yeah. care what it does. I, I, yeah. We are all about our teams winning games. I don't care how they do it. We are a lock to win this game. I don't have a single doubt in my mind that with Andy Reid coming off the bye, with our defense playing better, with the Broncos being complete ass unless somebody else is further ass, in a game 
We're at home. Uh, you know, it's a night game. Patrick Mahomes likes to show off. I just don't see it. I mean, Br- Bridgewater's a little banged up, too. You might see Drew yeah, Locke. Yes. That's a fucking disaster. And we just know our divisional opponents. We know them so well. The Broncos haven't beat us in six years, fellas. Six years. All that plus I'm picking the Broncos, Chiefs are going to win. God, I want to pick the Broncos too, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to honor the system. Get my guy his dub, Chiefs. I'm so disappointed in myself because last week I should have done the same thing and picked the Giants. It I would have saved. I would have saved the whole season. You gotta but, start thinking ahead, man. I know. Hey, that'll be a fun one. I enjoy the the Broncos kind of young skill guys. I like their running backs. I like their receivers. So it should be fun. Look, Mahomes is going to be on the run, which hasn't gone great this year. I do think that the Chiefs' defense is like. I don't think the Broncos are going to like come in and score twenty. Like I think it's on the I think it's on the Chiefs defense more than their offense, but we'll see. We will see. God damn it! I'm not, I'm not sure how the offense will play against teams we don't see as often in the playoffs. You know, like the Pats do worry me because we don't see them that much. We don't know what they're up to these days. We were not as familiar, but uh, against our divisional opponents, I mean, these guys like Pat owns these motherfuckers. It is he is in their heads. He's at yeah. their table eating their fucking food, eating their Thanksgiving side dishes. Damn. Cranberry relish? Damn. All right. Let's get to the game of the week. Sorry, Danny. It's not your game. It's Mm. Pats at Bills. It is more interesting. This is the struggle between good and evil that you were talking about earlier. Not that I think the Bills are Are they still throwing dildos? Are the people, (laughs) is Bills Mafia still going to throw dildos at Mac Jones? Yes. Mac awesome. Jones hasn't been hit with a dildo yet. There were no fans last year. This is his first <laughs> christening into what it's like to play in Buffalo. Ooh, it's going to be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's never seen someone spread their ass cheeks and press their butt against the their bus window. <laughs> nah, he saw that shit in Alabama, yo. Whenever okay. they went to like Mississippi State, he yeah, he saw that. Wasn't there that clip? Spread ass. Wasn't there a clip at Bill's Stadium that we that we passed around at work for a while? It was the woman getting anally fingered in the stands. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. That's in the game too. I've seen worse than that in around the tailgate. <laughs> oh yeah, come on! Shout out to Kiko Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, they shouldn't have let him be a Bill. How do you do? Naming sex moves after him. It's. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Um, but yeah, the Pats have won six games straight. They're looking like one of the teams to beat. The Bills are at a crossroads in their season of, you know, are they going to be what we thought they were going to be? A lot of people picked them as like the hot ass, the hot shit pick to to win the Super Bowl this year. This is the game they have to win. It's a must win for the Bills. You can't lose this one. Uh, they're going to be nervous as fuck. Their fans all think they're going to lose. It's a very funny situation <laughs> for Bills fans. Patriots fans are like how Danny feels playing the Broncos. He's like, I don't care about the Bills. Patriots fans are so accustomed to beating the Bills that this isn't even a blip for them. And for the Bills, this is it means the world. I love when that happens. It's very funny. 
uh, I'm picking the Bills in this game. Give me the good. I want, I want the, the good to, to prevail. Yeah, I'm going with the Williams. Whoa. Bills. Give me those pats, baby. I don't I don't like it. I don't have to like it. I just uh, have to pick it. That's real. This will win me back my cheap John pick. That's fair. You guys want to guess the color of dildo that appears on the field and then we get a bonus point? I mean, it's going to be purple. You're going purple. Jamel's going purple. I'm going to say it's going to have a picture of Cam Newton on it, just so we can Whoa. round out. That. Whoa! Look, it's going to be Cam Newton. That's five. That's five points. If it has a picture of Cam Newton, Danny gets five points. All right. I'm going sure. classic flesh color. I know that's uh, very uh, vanilla of me, but it feels <laughs> like that's what it's going to be. But there certainly will be a dildo on the field. Let's just Can't hope be. it's one of these colors. Um. All right, let's get to our mailbag. You've got mail. You know, we're, we're 13 weeks in. The mail is piling in as usual. Thank you for sending it. We're going to keep reading it. You guys know what this shit is. It's the mailbag. Danny, grab a piece of mail. I'm going deep underneath and back up with a letter. Hey, guys, love the show. This letter is to wish at least two of you a happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a time for respect and celebration, even though none of us believe the Holocaust ever happened. Signed, Deshaun Jackson, Herschel Walker, Joey Bosa, Larry Johnson, Tim Tebow, Nick Bosa, Jerry Jones, John Gruden, and of course, Tom Brady. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) They signed it all together with one pin? It's a group letter. See, Damn. this is this is what I was talking about with this, uh, the NFL marrying the military thing. It's these disingenuous displays that they have to do. And I'm with you, Danny. I could easily see all these nutcases signing a happy Hanukkah. Where I mean, they did, and they sent it they to our did. show. They did. But, um, yeah. you know, the league wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah. It's just like, spare us, please. Yeah. You don't need just, it. Just get yeah, to the Hanukkah, game. Hanukkah's not even like the sickest Jewish holiday. No, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's like C tier. Dude, yeah, Sukkot is gifts. Yeah. As we all, we've discussed many times, I mean, the reason Hanukkah got bumped up is because it's competing mm-hmm. with Christmas. So you have to elevate it. We have to elevate it just so you guys can feel like they got something going on over across the street. But it is C tier, for being real. Sorry. I mean, big, uh, big hey, gift for us. Oh, hey, hit us. Uh, yeah, on the third night of Hanukkah, I wished for a letter from Jalen Hurts, and I got one. I'm holding a letter from Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. It reads, Jalen needs to do better. Jalen lost that game for us. Jalen is very sorry. Now, I want to be clear when I'm saying this. This is not about me, or this is about me. This is not about Jalen Rager. I don't want there to be any confusion. This is I'm talking about Jalen Hurts here. I'll continue. Jalen didn't deserve to get on the bus back to Philly after that game on Sunday. They should have left Jalen in the Meadowlands. Jalen wasn't worth that high draft pick. Jalen needs to catch the fucking ball. Jalen broke my heart. 
I'll never forgive Jalen for this. Sign Jalen Hurts. I mean, what about that pick? This Jalen threw at the end of the first half. I don't, you know, I think Jalen was taking responsibility there. That's what he was doing. Oh, okay. He just didn't mention the interception, but I think Jalen took responsibility. Shit, that was the game for me, to be quite honest. Yeah, that's when you texted me. Thanks. Hey, no problem. <laughs> the one text I got during the game was, uh, wow, or some, some shit like, yeah. what a fuck up was the, the spirit of the text. I believe I said, what's your man doing? Something like that. I don't that think was I responded. The haters? No, there were certainly them? others. Okay. There were certainly others. I just, you know, you, when you get it from your uh, from your podcast co-host, it stings. Yeah, it stings. It's true. Jamel, you got you got a letter for us? I can't talk I do. about this anymore. I've got an email here. It looks like it's from Sean Payton. Hey guys, got an early copy of the show. Don't ask how. But I like I heard what you said, Jamel, and I think we have a gripe with the league. I want Mike McCarthy investigated for faking COVID. We all know he doesn't know how to coach, and this is a cop out. He doesn't want to come to the goddamn Superdome, and I want him investigated. And if the league won't take action, I'm paying some guys to do it for me. That's right. $100,000 to anyone who brings me Mike McCarthy's boogers. <laughs> you can bring me the boogers in a vial. You could bring me the boogers attached to his severed head. I just need the man's boogers. And this is not like Bounty Gate because Mike McCarthy is not playing in the game. It's not technically a bounty. It's only a bounty if you do it to another player. Bring me the boogers. I'll pay you however you want. Great show as always. <laughs> I was going to say that sounded a lot like Bounty Gate. I don't think he's got a point because it's not. Can't coach versus coach. That's just, that's coach. That's coachy gate. It's not Bounty Gate. It's different. If he wants to roll the dice and get suspended for an entire season again, then fine, Sean Payton. But I, I don't think you can get suspended for hurting a coach. Hmm. You could start another variant with all those boogers, you know. Mm, the McCarthy <laughs> toxic. Uh, it's Omicron, then McCarthy. <laughs> uh, Danny, final thoughts. We've reached the end of this week's show. What do you want to leave us with? Oh, just, you know, uh, Chag uh, Hanukkah. What is it? How do you say it? Hebrew? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Uh, it's... <laughs> The preferred spelling is C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H. None other will work. Thank you. Uh, I'm against that spelling. I'm an H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Two Ks? I don't like like the C in the beginning. To get Ah. rid of that C. It's a ha. Yeah, but this is English. We're not talking Hebrew. Yeah, well, you're only half Jewish anyway. Well, I'm fully in belief of that's the correct eight letters that spells Hanukkah. And you know what? I want a miracle. I want eight straight wins from the Philadelphia Eagles. Can we do it? <laughs> Can we some? I think that would get us to the Super Bowl, something like that. So what I'm asking for for Hanukkah is eight straight wins. Uh, Jamel, final thoughts? 
if the football team wins this week, I'm going to be annoying and I will come here dressed in just full team regalia and I'm going to act like I've loved this team all year, so get ready for it. Disgusting behavior. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry that you're going to have to do that, probably. I, I'm sorry for Jamel for having to rebuy all his Washington football team gear. He's probably thrown you his original set it, out. Yeah. yeah, I did. And I, I apologize to myself for doing so. Thanks for listening. Sorry. Sorry.